0: Welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high-vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this! Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it is a pleasure as always to be here with you. But even more so today because we are celebrating a really special milestone together. And that is episode number 100 on the Create A Life That Is Beautiful podcast. So my friends, we have shared to date 100 episodes together. That is huge, huge. So we began the Create A Life That Is Beautiful podcast back in January of 2018. And my intention behind the podcast was that I wanted to bring people together to talk about aligning with our purpose, creating and innovating. And so we set out on an inquiry together. And when I reflect on the ground that we have covered together over the past almost two and a half years... Oh, wow. It's amazing because so many of the themes are still the same. Purpose, innovation, creativity, feminine power, all of these beautiful themes. Themes that we touched on right from the very first episode in our first lot of interviews. And still today, I see myself, I see all of us circling back on these themes, exploring them in deeper ways, infusing them into our businesses, in our lives from different angles. And especially as we've all gone through this global situation with COVID together. And it's so beautiful to witness that journey. And to recognize that that is the purpose of life. It is the journey that we're all on together. So I want to say a big thank you for all of you, whether you've tuned in for one episode, 10, 20, 50, 70, or all 100. Thank you for sharing this space with me. You are just as important to this exchange as I am. Of course, the podcast would not be here if I hadn't have said yes, trusted the inspiration I'd received, trusted that even though I'd not been a podcaster before, the fact that I so loved podcasts so dearly that they helped me to change my life in really significant ways, I trusted that this was the medium that would be most useful to all of you as well. And so I trusted that call and one step at a time, I've created something that has built to be all of these 100 episodes. I think I've improved as a podcaster. I also still take sometimes a little bit too long to get to the point. <laughs> Some people have pointed out to me. I notice that I breathe a lot into the microphone. I still don't have a pop filter on my mic since I got rid of the one that I had in London but I see so much growth. I have met so many of you through the podcast. I hear from you. I love hearing from you. I love seeing your stories on Instagram. When you tag me, I love receiving your emails from you. When you send them to me, I love receiving your messages. I love receiving this exchange of energy that I too am receiving as I imagine you sitting across from me right now as I talk into the microphone and share this moment with you. It truly is so beautiful that we're able to share these spaces together. So honoring you, honoring this space, honoring the journey we've been on uh, today with episode number 100 and celebrating it all, and so I have a really beautiful episode planned for you all today. I have another beautiful conversation with Ella Ryder, who you might've heard on the podcast before. She has been on, I believe four times now. And today we're covering a topic, which I think you're all just going to love. It's all about spirituality. I'm talking about my spiritual journey. Ella's filling, filling us in on hers. We're talking about soulful business and what that actually means to me. We're talking about How I infuse coaching uh, with this soulful lens through my business. And we're just discussing this beautiful conversation. It goes in all different directions and it's truly beautiful. So, Ella is also a life coach and she is my online business manager. She helps me get this podcast to you each week. She helps me with a number of different projects, all behind the scenes of the business, and she's a really important part of my team. So I love being able to share this space with Ella, and she always asks such wonderful questions, and we have a great conversation together. And I'm really excited for you to hear what came through because actually I was really surprised with some of my own answers. I really try to be as present and uh, to allow things to come, allow what I say to come to me and through me, and I felt so deeply connected through this conversation. And I can't wait for you all to consider what both Ella and I have said today and also to continue contributing to the conversation. Come over to Instagram at Letitia Ringe after you've listened. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what spirituality means to you. Let me know what uh, resonated with you most and anything else that you'd love to share. You can do that on my latest post on the podcast, or you can take a screenshot of you listening to this right now and then tag me over on stories. I love, love, love hearing from you all. It's interesting because today actually feels in some ways like the end of something, I don't know if it's because right now I am at the end of my menstrual cycle, meaning I'm in the crossover from autumn to winter, which means that my period is coming. And what happens when we go through this crossover is we are ending a cycle and creating space for the new cycle that's coming. And as I've been learning throughout my menstruality leadership training that I have just been initiated into with the Red School which is absolutely incredible. Endings and beginnings are tricky areas. We tend to have one over the other that we find a little easier and the other one a lot harder and for me what I've discovered within myself is that I find it really difficult to let go to end and completing was something I had to work on I was really good at starting things and being feeling really inspired about new projects and then seeing them through was what I had to work on and I really feel that I've become quite good at completing which means that now I've built up a new strength within myself out of a weaker that I have, but it's definitely something I'm still working on. So anyway, as we approach episode number 100, I really feel that I'm coming to the end of something, that we are coming to the end of something and that I'm ready to cross that threshold to this new chapter. And it's all unfolded in ways that I never could have imagined. I had no idea that I would end up doing this inner voice training, this certification with Jess Lively. It wasn't even something that she was offering uh, just over a month ago. So to have come back from the USA and to have flowed into doing a certification with Jess, who was the person who the very first podcast episode I ever heard, she was the very first person I was ever introduced to within the entrepreneur world, within personal development and wellness, and all of these, this magical space that I just fell in love with. And so to now feel like I'm coming to the end of this chapter I've been in that I thought I was already coming to the end of for so long, I feel doing this certification, I feel reaching episode 100. I've also just launched my new website. I feel that I've really brought things to this true sense of completion. And I've been really honoring that difficulty that I have letting go and allowing myself to be the witness of my emotions through this journey. I'm allowing myself to not know, to just sit in the unknown As I start to welcome in this new chapter, having no idea where it's leading me now that I'm offering some new services that I never intended on offering in this way to my repertoire of ways to support my community and things feel quite different. So I wanted to share that because I imagine some of you are also feeling the same. This weekend, we were able to, our, our lockdown in Australia was relaxed. And so we were actually able to have people come over to our place. I think it was, it's two people. And so I've, I'm have i seeing my family and we've seen Lou's family and it's been so lovely. But I also had this sense within within myself that oh, it's almost over. And I've really enjoyed so much from this time and I think a lot of other people will feel this same way and uh, what this situation has created as I've discussed before in previous episodes are new possibilities we've we've had opportunities to learn about ourselves through this experience and now that it feels like things are sort of shifting into a new space we don't know what's happening we don't know where it's all going there's this real sense of new and a lot of uncertainty as we walk through whatever that new door, wherever that new door is leading us. So this is what today's episode feels like a celebration of and diving into spirituality feels like a really amazing topic to talk about. As we walk over this threshold together. So without further ado, let me tell you just a couple of things. The first is my new website is now available. I was not able to get new photos done with the lockdown situation, but I managed to still create something new out of something old. And I'm so excited for you all to see the website. It's so beautiful. It's so clean. I've just changed the whole thing. And I really, 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 really love it. So head over and check out the website when you get a chance. And then you'll also notice on there, a new coaching page. And on that coaching page, I have my inner voice information. So it tells you all about the inner voice sessions. It tells you about the two new sessions that I am offering one for life, which means that we do a session together. We look at all areas of your life and you get inner voice guidance from yourself, from the wisdom within across all areas of your life. And this is the exact process I've been trained in via Jess Lively. Now I also have another session that is available, and this is the business Inner voice session. So it's for those of you who have a business or are wanting to start a business or are in business, it's specifically focused on your business. So you will get inner voice guidance on any area your mind could ever have any question about, because this is what I have been supporting people with for the last three years, including myself. So I'm I know all questions that the mind can have and all questions that you could need. And I will be the mind for you throughout this session so that you can sit in your inner voice while I ask the questions to receive the guidance that you would desire to create an inner voice guided business strategy for yourself. I'm really excited to offer this session. It's completely, there's only unique or not unique. This is completely unique. I've created it myself and I feel like it's such a beautiful infusion and combination of all of my experience to date with this inner voice work. So I'm really excited to offer this for you. It is such a beautiful modality. And so you will find this now on the coaching page on my website. You can go to latisharange.com forward slash coaching. You can book in your session. The both sessions are offered as two hour experiences that you can book into immediately. They are intended to be one off Uh, experiences, right? Because you receive the information, you'll learn how to connect with your inner voice and in this way. And the idea is, is that you can continue connecting in this way um, without me, right? So you can do this on your own. We also go through, if it comes up through the session, if any, what Jess calls emotional beanbags, and this is what Eckhart calls the pain body. Basically, we all have emotions within our body that have that are kind of trapped, right? They just wanna be expressed. And as we do inner voice work, when you're in this deep state of awareness, some of those emotions come up to be released and I'm able to guide you through releasing that. And it's really incredible the way that you feel, you just feel like a changed woman after experiencing something like this. Jess has been sharing over on her Instagram stories at Jess Lively, examples of photos of her from a few years ago to compared to now after she's gone through all of this beanbag releasing and just how more vibrant and alive and light she looks as a result of going through that process. And as I've been doing the inner voice work, I too have been just releasing so many different emotions that I had stored up within my body. So I'm really excited to be able to offer this to all of you as well through the inner voice work. And then you'll also notice there's a third option because as you know, I usually offer one-to-one holistic business coaching and why right now feels like the end of something is also because not only have I reached an end with my coach, with our coaching series together, but I'm also reaching an end at the moment over the next couple of weeks with most of my one-to-one coaching clients which is super, such a beautiful time. And so what this is doing is now opening space for the new, for all of the next lot of people that I end up working with and supporting on your beautiful businesses. And as we move forward, I'm gonna be offering my one-to-one holistic business coaching series with the inner voice work, which means that we can continue to work with your inner voice, which is what I've been doing with my current clients. We can work together on an ongoing basis and we'll also work on, uh, business and mindset and menstrual cycle coaching that I usually support my clients with as well. Because what happens in business is that our mind gets in the way quite heavily of our plans. And I imagine that this is still going to be coming up for everybody and has been for my clients, even with our inner voice guidance, like this is so incredibly important that you're moving forward aligned with your inner voice and receiving that guidance. But then your mind is going to come in and it's going to cause a little bit of chaos. So having an ongoing container to work with me to be able to access your inner voice, to have mindset coaching, business coaching, and also menstrual cycle support is going to be amazing. And this emotional beanbag release because pretty much in every session with my clients right now, we're, we're going through releasing these emotions as well. It's, it's a very significant work and super powerful. So my friends, check that out. You, um, In order to do the one-to-one holistic business coaching program with me, you need to have done one of the inner voice sessions So make sure you go ahead and do that. And I'm really looking forward to meeting some of you on those calls. So the other thing that I want to mention is that this week is our international coaching week, which is a beautiful celebration of all of our coaches. Coaching is such an important profession holding space is what I think of as coaching. And I want to say, I just honor all of you out there who are coaches. Many of my clients, the majority of my clients are coaches, even the ones who think that they aren't, but really are because coaching shows up in so many different ways. You are all incredible and doing really, really important, fulfilling, soul touching work in the world. And I just want to say that I honor you. And this week is a celebration of you too. So in celebration of this week, um, I also want to let you know that I have something really cool coming up next week on the 11th of May. It might be the 10th of May if you're based in the U.S., I am running a two-week challenge called the Make a Difference and Thrive Challenge. It's going to be held over in my private Facebook community, the Make a Difference Soul Tribe. And what's happening is over these two weeks, I'm going to be going live for activities, trainings, challenges, and connection opportunities for everyone in the Make a Difference Soul Tribe and anyone who wants to join us. It's for soulful women in business. Um, And I'm going to be going live for those two weeks and sharing really cool things to help you make your difference and thrive in business. And what that means is elevate your income, elevate your impact, elevate your confidence, elevate your alignment, and really truly feel like you're thriving across your life as a whole. So I'm really excited to be teaching you some new stuff that I've never taught before. And also to be exploring some things that I have taught before that I'm now um, exploring in a deeper, like a new vantage point, right? Which is how I think of it every time we circle back to topics we have traversed before. So if you would like to join us, all you need to do is go to com forward slash thrive, and you will find the details there to sign up. And then you'll receive all of the information for that. And then the other thing I want to let you know is if you are someone who wants to certify or train as a life coach and you really vibe with my work, then you will probably be interested in the coaching academy that I trained with, which is the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. It's a very feeling based, intentions based feminine approach to coaching, which was quite difficult to find at the time. And so I want to let you know that I offer a special affiliate deal for the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. What that means is you can have a chat with me, first of all, for free to talk about the Um, to the course and whether it's a right fit for you. I will never try to convince you, just give you the space to ask questions. So if you ever want to facilitate a call like that, just get in touch with me, send me an email and we can do that. And right now, I think the course is already for the next intake, which is the final intake of 2020. It's already over 60% full. So if you are interested in that, get in touch with me as soon as possible. And at the very least, you can also, if you use my special affiliate code, which you'll find over on my website at www.leticiarange.com forward slash become a coach. When you sign up using my code, you, are, you will also get a bonus gift, which which is outlined on my Become a Coach page, which includes two coaching sessions with me, business coaching sessions, or you can use it for some inner voice work. And, um, and so yeah, you can have that for no extra cost for you. So if that is something, as we celebrate international coaching week this week, and you're feeling really called to that or exploring more, please reach out and get in touch. And we can talk about uh, whether it's the right fit for you. And you can also make sure you take advantage of that beautiful little offer that I'm able to give you. Okay. My beautiful friend, so that is a very long 20 minute introduction to today's interview with Ella. I'm really excited to dive into this conversation. So let's dive into episode 100. Hi Ella, welcome back to the podcast. Hey Alicia. I'm so happy to be back on the show again. I'm so happy to have you here as well. And so today I know that we're going to have a conversation all about my and probably our (laughs) spiritual journey. I'm so excited to dive into this topic.
1: Me too. I feel like a lot has changed for both of us over even the past year. So I'm looking forward to finding out more about your journey and reflecting on mine too. Yeah, I know. Such a great topic. So shall we just get started? Yep. Okay. Um, so the first question I would like to ask you is: How would you define spirituality? Yeah, I I
0: define spirituality today as connection. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to me: like connection to ourselves, our inner wisdom, connection to each other, mm-hmm. connection to where we're living, to the planet, mm. and to. Connection to all that is, um, connection to our soul, which to me is what inner wisdom is. Yeah, and yeah, so in a word, I feel like it's really about connection, mm. and that is definitely not what I understood
1: spirituality to, to mean once upon a time. Yeah. What about you? I yeah, I love that. And I, as you were talking, I thought definitely connections are running theme. Um, I feel mm. I used to. View it is more like some people were more spiritual than others and that's I realize it's more of like an ego point of view um whereas we are all spiritual there's just different levels of connection that we all have to that kind of source in a being in a wisdom whatever you want to call it so um yeah I'd say it's that kind of connection that you have not only with yourself but with the planet and with everyone kind of that unifying experience that I guess we're all experiencing now as well of everything around
0: Mm the world yeah totally and you know what's interesting about that is that really that connection to ourselves to each other to the planet it's all the same thing it's simply connection and if we go deeper um, I really believe that what we're all, what we all are is love. Mm-hmm. And so we are like at our core essence, we're love and that's what creativity is. And it's just <laughs> like love, like loving all over itself. Mm-hmm. And and so when we when we connect to ourselves and our own divinity, our own soul, our own wisdom, it allows us to, um, to tap into that true essence, which is that, loving essence, but also the more we connect to ourselves, the more we're able to connect in all those other ways to each other, to the planet, to all that is, and to our power as well, right, to our own creative power. So, yeah, that's just a beautiful thing that I've just sort of realised now as you spoke about.
1: Yeah, just literally removing all the blocks that we have to love.
0: (laughs) I think that's what our
1: journey is really. (laughs)
0: Definitely. Yes. And that was, you know, a book that I have not read the entire thing of. I think we've spoken about this in one of our previous conversations, but A Course in Miracles, Mm. which is more like a Bible in that it's something you sort of go just refer to different parts of. You can read the whole thing, but it's huge and um, quite, you know, the the way it's written isn't the easiest to follow. Mm. But that really is the core message of that book that you know, with love is our essence, mm-hmm. and when people are in search of a god or a guru, really, what they're looking for is that that god, that um, guru that is within them. But yeah. even further than that, it's not even within them; it is them. Mm. We are all we are all the same. We are all one, mm. and that's really what connection is all about,
1: as well. Removing those barriers, as you say, yeah. it's so beautiful, so lovely. Um, okay, so the next question that I have is, how has your spiritual journey evolved over the years? Uh
0: yeah, it's evolved so much. Um, if I think back to sort of, I mean, I guess we're all on a spiritual journey, like whether we're aware of it or not, um, as humans. And who knows? Who knows? Like before we even came into the, like this human life. Um, but I when I first sort of was aware um of spirituality. The way that I thought about it more was about manifestation. Mm-hmm. And to me that was all about trying to create something. Yeah. And that was really effective because and it is effective because it's really just, you know, intentional creation. Mm-hmm. Um but and I used that to you know call in my partner Lou and then I used it Um, to call in some friends. And then, you know, I used it later in life when I was setting up my business and for different life experiences, for losing weight, like all sorts of things. I was using manifestation as in trying to align with uh, the experiences that I wanted. Yes. Um, and then that sort of turned into exploring more more about connection but not knowing that that is what I was seeking through things like astrology and yoga and uh, Kundalini yoga, all of these things, and through the menstrual cycle. Like really, all of those modalities all, are all about connection, connecting to ourselves, connecting to something greater, yeah, connecting to our inner wisdom, and but when I was going through that journey, I really saw all of this is very woo woo, and mm. even though I resonated so deeply with it all, I did like shield myself from um, from showing that. To, every, to all the people in my life, especially my friends, especially my family, mm. um, even with, with my relationship with Lou uh, because he's like more science sort of background and respect. And, yeah, so I had to, I even though I 100% believed it myself, I was very careful with who I spoke to and mm-hmm. I felt like I, you know, dimmed that down a bit mm-hmm. because I didn't want to, I didn't want to start a conversation with people and not have the answers, which now I realise is like kind of the point. I'm not meant to have all of the answers. (laughs) And, yeah, so that's so interesting to think about because when when I compare even like in 2017 when I really started to dive deep into the spirituality with my cycle, uh, when I started to dive in deep with astrology and kundalini and even with my yoga practice, I was, I really did um, feel that it was, I was doing something wrong in, Mm. in some ways. And when I compare that to even just um, two years later, or even a year and a half later, at the beginning of 2019, I remember I was uh, talking to some friends and they were all talking about some of these concepts too. And I just realized like first of all, how quickly things change. Mm. Um, You know, spirituality kind of became more of a buzz thing and um, it was in fashion, especially with females. And I realised with that experience that whatever whatever feels, especially with the the age that we're in right now where we've just got so much information available, we're all going to be expanding so rapidly. Mm. I just realised that whenever you feel like something is like too fresh, too new, it's not going to be understood it will be understood and you have the choice to be a pioneer of something or you have the choice to like dim your light down and then like come out when everybody else has. Mm. And I, I realized like, I, I want to be the pioneer. I want to trust myself more. This was really the lesson to just trust myself. And Yeah. So that's a little bit of a side note, but as I have then evolved even further along this exploration, I realized that for me, my spiritual journey now is really about a greater acceptance of myself, of Mm. other people, of life, of what is of the present moment. It's really about deepening into that trust and allowing, Um, allowing rather than trying to create something. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting to think about because how my life was before I learned about intentional manifestation, it really was, you know, I was a victim of my circumstances and I felt like I had no control or any power to change them. And so manifestation, learning about that was so important because it got me to ask, well, what do I want? And that I can actually affect change in matter and then as I've gone along I've realized that actually if I can surrender to what my job is really to be open to receive whatever experiences are coming into my life and if I'm aligned with the the way that I want to feel if I'm open to the magic and the mystery of life those experiences are always going to be there for me and will be uh, positive experiences, even some, even though they'll have challenges, of course, and pain involved in them. Um, but it's not, it, that's so different to where I was before, because I wasn't aligned with the way that I want to feel. I felt crappy most of the time. Mm. So now it's a different form of allowing, and it comes from a place of empowerment, mm. which is, which makes all the difference, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it makes total sense, I think, is that, um, releasing control, and it just feels more peaceful as well. <laughs> Which is yeah, great. way um, more peaceful. Just when you know it, it's the kind of right path for you, don't you?
0: Yes, and that's what makes it sustainable as well. Yeah, um, cool.
1: What about you? Uh, I'm worried I'll go on faders. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I feel that. Um, I yeah, I used to have an idea of what I thought my kind of spiritual journey should look like or even what how I should act as like a someone that was interested in all these ideas and concepts and laws of the universe and then um, I have gone also from that kind of kind of control <coughs> sorry trying to control things and manifestation like law of attraction which I still I think is a very real thing but I'm not as interested Mm. in choosing the things anymore. And I'm kind of trying Mm. to release the how and the timing of things. And when I think things should happen in my mind and just allow for like, life to kind of show me what my best thing is on my like journey, what my best next step would be. Um, Mm. So as much as I can, I try and be in the present moment. Um, It's, difficult sometimes because my mind gets carried away with trying to see what's next um but I've become more especially in this time where I've been on my own trying to be more aware of that kind of different lens and that voice that's telling me that I need to worry about things and then trying to drop down back into like how my intuition actually feels about the situation um and mm. yeah there's so much so many distractions around and I'm really trying to even though I'm letting myself be distracted in some way to say connected to people, I'm very selective about what kind of content I consume. And I'd say that's what's changed Mm. the most for me over the years. Like I used to be just very, I don't know, I was into like a lot of fashion and beauty based things and that's, I'm still interested in that, but I'm very much more aware of how the messaging made me feel and um, I'm more selective I know there's no right way to be spiritual um it's just like you said accepting yourself for all the feelings that you have all the flaws that you have because no one's perfect (laughs) and um yeah the more like you do accept yourself the more life flows and I feel like that's my main work at the moment is the kind of self-worth side of things hmm
0: Yes. I love that. And I, I love that you mentioned releasing the how, yeah. um, I think like when it comes to manifestation anyway, that that's the most important part of the process because we, we usually, our mind has a plan. And I actually, I would say the mind is really disconnection. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all about. It's the separation from that love. It's fear. Yeah. And so releasing the how and allowing yourself to be open to how these experiences are going to show up and to something better, <laughs> if something yeah. better is meant for you, being open to that is, yeah, like that's that's the game of manifestation mm-hmm. and, like, it's incredible when you look back with hindsight and can see how all of the experiences we have we've had them all for a reason to help us get to where we are right now in this moment and somewhere else that we're heading as well and that the way that it's all happened like even the painful experiences the struggle even our flaws our the flaws that we you know perceive ourselves as having like all of that is an important part of the process of st- stepping into your gifts or actually discovering other gifts that you have within yourself. And what's so fascinating is that, you know, our strengths can be weaknesses as well Mm -hmm. and our weaknesses can become a source of our power. So those things that we feel really resistant to and really don't like doing, they can be like wonderful initiations really into something really powerful for us. Um, Yeah yeah it's an activation
1: yeah and I also was just thinking um as you were talking that I've changed in the way that I don't label things or I try not to label things as good or bad as much like situations Mm. circumstances and I feel like that's been a big part of um, my journey not making things mean so much (laughs) getting so attached to situations or people objects even like my body yes Oh,
0: I love that. And, you know, I'm just thinking, because right now as we record this, I am in my inner autumn, mm. which is the luteal phase of your cycle. It's usually when we have the, that fluctuation in our emotions and it's when our inner critic comes up really strongly. Oh, really?
1: Strongly. Too, I'm, same. Oh, really? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so yes, I am preparing. Like, I'm a couple of days away from um, the first day of my Cycle, which is when you experience menstruation mm-hmm. and what I've found through it, through this cycle my experience has been that the more I've allowed myself to um to just be really slow and be the witness of everything that's happening in my life and and but occupy that state that space of the witness from a place of mm-hmm. gratitude and appreciation for what's happening like as you say when I'm triggered, when there's something that my mind would say that's bad or when something good happens. I've just been in this space of a real, a deep listening from this place of gratitude and slowness as well. As well. So just allowing it to happen. And I found so much more ease in my experience mm-hmm. of this phase of my cycle this month. It's been really, like such a notable difference mm-hmm. that I feel like I've really, um, yeah, I've 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 really learned something important here, and I'm really excited to keep
1: exploring this in my next cycle, and the next, and the next. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna start applying that myself and seeing things from a place of curiosity.
0: <laughs> yes, and that that is that makes all the difference. It's the curiosity, and that that is really. When we approach our manifestations, which is happening, you know, whether we're aware of it or not, if we simply approach life, and I think, you know, our life is the greatest manifestation of all, we are the greatest manifestation of all as well. If we approach that process of self-inquiry and discovery and um, and look at the experiences we have in life from a place of curiosity, that puts you in that allowing that allowing energy Mm -hmm. so you're just like forever surprised Mm -hmm. by what life delivers and what you discover within yourself and that's that childlike curiosity that's curiosity is really from um an, an archetypal energy that is our inner maiden that's the like first sort of phase in terms of age of our life and that curiosity is it's magical. Mm -hmm. It really is. So I love that you mentioned that, that word curiosity. I think it's really, it's really important for all of us to, to honor the spirit of curiosity in our lives. Reconnect to it again, that connection (laughs) coming back. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to also mention something that I've realized personally, is I've been going through, I keep talking about this like next chapter that I've been feeling for myself. Mm-hmm. And part of that, because we, we're always going through cycles in life and you know, when I started my business, I'd gone through this big building of the cycle. So I went through, um, you know, ending one cycle, ending my job as a lawyer, then starting on this journey where there was just everything was unknown and I was mm-hmm. kind of in this big waiting phase, waiting for inspiration, waiting for something to drop. Mm-hmm. And curiosity was what played such a big role in receiving the inspiration. And, um, and now I've gone through this big cycle of like creating then that, evolving into my business and that evolving into all of the different things I've created through my business and the way that I've shown up in the world the relationships I've created all of these magical things and now I've come to the end of this cycle and I've been like tying it up and letting it go and leaving London has been part of that Mm. and now I'm in this like waiting phase again but I'm feeling like I'm I'm pretty much ready to go into spring and what I realized was that All all I need to do is is approach this in the same way that I've done before, which is simply like releasing all expectations, all plans that the mind has for myself and allowing myself to simply sit in curiosity and follow one step at a time. And that is what will allow the clarity to come, the inspiration to drop the, um, yeah. And I think just reminds me of how powerful curiosity is along our um along our life journeys and and especially aligning with our purpose
1: yeah that's really the main work isn't it <laughs> definitely such a beautiful energy kind of tying into um having a spiritual business what would you say that means to you to be a kind of pioneer in the life coaching industry and um <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i i think a spiritual business or what I love to call a soulful business, I think there's two parts to that. The first is the so the people who I'm supporting, they're usually facilitating spaces for people to connect in some way, whether it's connection to themselves, um, connection to others, connection to the planet, to all that is. And so that really, for me, is what a soulful business owner is. In some way, they're facilitating a space for connection. And then the other thing, the other part of this is for soulful business owners is that we are, um, as the the business owner yourself, you are allowing yourself to be divinely guided Mm. by that connection by that same connection, which I like to call your soul or your heart or your inner wisdom. your And what I now call your inner voice after my inner voice uh, facilitation certification training, it's that it, but really that's just about that connection to all that is connection to the universe. Yeah. That deep knowing within ourselves. And yeah, so it really has those, like both of those meanings. And I think it's, when you mention the word pioneer, it's like that is inevitable for every single soulful business owner out there. If you're facilitating spaces for connection, you're going to receive incredible wisdom from everybody you support. You're going to help them come up with incredible solutions um, no matter what area that you support them with Mm. for themselves and you you just become so wise as a result of that Mm. and then secondly the creativity and innovation you're able to experience as a business owner guided by this connection is like that's where innovation is and so it's super exciting for me to be able to work with people in this space and also obviously to create that space and hold that space and vision for myself as well.
1: Mm. Yes, I love that because I feel like a lot of the world is kind of focused on making things happen, especially when it comes to creating um, and like mm. doing things when you don't feel like it and just push ahead. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I do think that well, there's a lot of, uh, People doing the same thing out there, and it really does take that self connection, that stepping away from what everyone else is doing to tap into, like you said, the true creativity and that kind of lies within us all. Um, and that's something I'm trying to create space for myself. <laughs> mm,
0: yes, and I will just say, you know, the what makes something um, uh, innovation is. It doesn't mean that the idea has to be unique. It's like part of the innovation is you fully trusting yourself in the way that you want to share something, that you create something that is new just by doing that. But the less we trust ourselves, what we do is we usually, you know, we Google what someone else's said or defined something as, um, we, we pick up other people's explanations and take them on because we feel that that's safer Mm -hmm. than really trusting what's coming up for us and using our own perspective and experience. And, you know, that could even mean having the same exact same take on something as someone else. But the more that you come from that place of true authenticity, you are. you you are innovating for sure, and it's amazing because as we're in our little bubbles, you know, with the mind who thinks that it is everything, we really we really don't see that in the world there are billions of people, and so many people do not have access to those ideas that are coming through you to be communicated through your mouth, your words, your experience, and um, and how important you are in the like the web of all of these ideas getting out there in that experience. And I've really realized this doing my menstruality leadership training with the Red School because this is the first online training that they've done. They usually do it in person. Mm -hmm. And we've got 40 women from all over the world um, all connecting on this topic of menstruality. And it's so incredible because each person is sharing tools and people and new ideas that I've never been connected with before. And it just makes me realise how I felt like I'd known and was connected with all of the people in this space and read all of the things and all of this. But it shows you just really how big our planet is, how big, how many people there are and how important looking after our communities uh, by sharing whatever we feel really deeply inspired to share how important that is to like bringing these messages across the world. Like we really can't do it alone. And it's a beautiful thing when you meet people who are speaking the same things as you, who are believing the same things Mm -hmm. as you, who are doing similar work. Like we really want to see these people not as competitors but as people who are also like they're your friends, they are your soul tribe, Mm -hmm. they're your family. Yeah, they're your community. They are a really important part of your work as well. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm just writing everything down (laughs) because I've never heard it before. (laughs) So I guess like your purpose, well, I've heard this a few times recently. I feel like it's a message that I've just been needing to hear. It's like your purpose is to be you really, isn't
0: it? Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. This this is like, and that's the purpose of life. Mm -hmm. It's a Life is a journey of self-inquiry, of discovering who you are and, like, that's the ultimate journey, yeah. peeling back one layer at a time and becoming acquainted with yourself from that new perspective and then uh, it's almost like a cycle in itself. We're just going through cycle after cycle after mm-hmm. cycle. We get, it's all new. We're waiting for something to be revealed. Mm-hmm. And then we're just b- developing this intimacy with this new realization and discovery we have about ourselves. And then we're learning to embrace it. And then we're learning that, you know, this isn't what defines us, I defines me. I can let this go and I can create space for the next discovery. And we're just constantly going through this process. And that to me is a really important part of life. Like, I guess our soul chooses this body and this human experience so that we can experience life, but also experience ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, we're interesting, we're all so interesting. We all have so many different stories and perspectives, and the things that have happened that are hard are so beautiful to understand about other people, just as all of the things that are, that feel really amazing and expansive.
1: Mm.
0: And if we think of something else I've been playing with lately is this idea of slow creativity.
1: Okay,
0: And so, I mean, if, because over the first, like pretty almost three years of my business, the first two and a half years, I was just like, in so much (laughs) flow, yeah, in so much flow and just creating, creating, creating. And to me it didn't feel like too much. Mm -hmm. And then I shifted into this next chapter where everything feels so much slower for me. Mm -hmm. And I've realised how, like, just how delicious you can be if you're in flow and furiously creating and it feels really good, like you know the difference between that versus like an urgency to your creation because you're trying to prove something or you're trying to, yeah, prove something about yourself. That's Yes, that's different. But I'm now in this phase of slow creativity and it's so beautiful to allow yourself that space to bring your creations through all of the different phases of creativity and that's our life. Mm, Like our life is slow creativity. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So you've kind of touched on this already, but um, I was wondering how, so I know you infuse spirituality into your coaching. Um, What kind of, how do you do this in a very, what can be a very structured um, system? Mm, Yes.
0: So I, there's a couple of uh, different answers to this. So the first is that as the coach, I rely heavily on my intuition, my inner knowing. Um, So I allow for inspiration to come through me. Mm -hmm. Um, I have found, of course, it's really helpful, especially when you're first starting as a coach or maybe shifting into a different focus within your coaching business or, you know, equipping yourself with a new tool. It's great to have a, a plan and preparation and all of these things, but the real magic I find is when you can just be in the dance of the, of a coaching session or whatever um, method you're offering and you can be in there receiving through the session and you're connected to your client anyway. So it's, it's not you, it's like, it's coming through you both and you are just like part of this beautiful, um, flow of energy between you and your client. So the more you trust what's coming through, the more you're able to serve your client. And I'm always in awe every single time something will come in and it might be something that feels a bit edgy to my mind. I'm like, I don't really want to go there or say that. Mm -hmm. Or my mind has like some doubts about it. Mm -hmm. um, If they'll be up for this conversation, if it's really something that's important. And I love those moments because you, I'm always shown how important that, uh, that, tr- that invitation was to whatever magic we then uncover. Mm. And I'm really noticing this as well in the inner voice work that I've been doing. I think I mentioned this in my last episode, but there will be people who feel, um, and, and you know, this about them too, that they're, They feel like it's going to be difficult to tap into their inner voice or there might be a question that feels like, oh, that's a bit too, like that's too much. I don't want to go there. But you receive like, okay, I think we should do this. And it's not really an I think, it's an I feel that this is something that we should do. This is coming through as important and you go there and there is like it's it's just magical yep. it's always the right next step so there's that part in coaching really being present moment fo- focused re- uh, trusting what comes through to you
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and sharing in that beautiful exchange of energy with your client and then there's also the part of you are you want to direct your client to their own inner wisdom, like you they have the answers, not you, mm. and so the more that you can tap them into their own inner wisdom, this allows for just that allows for innovation in and of itself, mm. but it also allows for the, the the most empowerment that you can facilitate for your client yeah. because when they can get the answers from themselves and they can um, yeah, when they experience that connection to like, because our minds want to get the answer from someone else Mm -hmm. always. And it wants to look outside of, look outside of ourselves for all of the answers. Um, And so every single time a person, you know, when someone just asks you a great question, you're like, I haven't (laughs) ever thought of that. It's, it opens up new pathways within you. It's a, it's solution focused. It's, it's, yeah. It, and that is just super empowering. So for me, that is what, that's how I infuse, I guess it's um, using that word connection again. I need to be connected to my, um, I need to connect, be connected deeply with myself mm-hmm. and my, and when I say myself, I mean my true self mm-hmm. and I want to facilitate and hold a space for my client to be deeply connected to themselves too. Mm. So yeah, and also honoring that then there's the third part that we are like co-creating something really beautiful together in that moment too. Mm-hmm. Because as a coach, as a facilitator, as um whatever your title is, mm-hmm. you are like we we receive these experiences without every single client for a reason. They're always teaching us something. Mm-hmm.
1: Like and so right. <laughs>
0: Exactly. So we are also receiving, not only are we receiving inspiration, giving that inspiration, we're also receiving the wisdom from the client too. And that's happening like with all of these soulful modules that, um, yeah, that, that we're
1: holding space for. This is why I think coaching is so important because people don't give themselves the space to ask themselves these questions very often. And mm. having that like container, like you said, for someone to really go there with you is so invaluable. And even though, yeah, you might not have results within the session, <laughs> um, results of mm. your mind once, it's that kind of knock-on effect of it changes how you feel about the things or how you see the situation. And that has a knock-on effect for the rest of your life. And remember like one session I had with someone, um, they said something and it just, like, inspired me to do, take an action and then that kind of led me to moving to London, basically. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's interesting when you think about it and, like, I mean, I'm not going to go off on a tangent now, but in terms of pricing, how can you put a price on these things? It's quite difficult because <laughs> it can be so... Yeah. Uh, can be life changing and like it's hard to convey sometimes in like texts or an instagram caption what mm. the power of like coaching can do for someone
0: yes absolutely and i think that's that's why it's it's you know it's never about the words anyway it's mm. always about the experience itself and so that's why if we can first get into um the energy of Whatever we want to hold space for in those experiences, we want to help create and facilitate for our clients. Mm. Um, I think the energy speaks for itself, and it really doesn't even matter about what the words say. So, whatever yeah. way you feel called to share that energy, um, to l- let that pour out of you, it reaches the right people, and those people, you know, when they come to you, they're they're ready for that. And I think. As soulful business owners, we have to trust that more and more, and we have
1: to really own the value of these experiences too. Yeah, seeing that person, your client, as their kind of their like highest self, I suppose, and the true them <laughs> when they exactly. can't
0: Yes, totally. I will always love to imagine my client's higher self and just. For like whatever whatever their higher self wants and knows is best, al- allowing that to come through in the session. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just like with life, if you let that be your intention, it always leads to a magical conversation with so many surprises. And again, you're just allowing the mystery and the magic to be revealed, which mm-hmm. is so fulfilling
1: as as the coach or the, um, the facilitator. So I guess um, when you have sessions with clients you have to prepare yourself like energetically physically and I'd just be interested to see how your morning practice has shifted over the years and if anything's changed maybe there's some things that have stood the test of time um what's uh what's changed or moved around for you? Mm.
0: Yeah I you know actually My morning practice since I've been coaching hasn't changed that much, although I think the intention behind it has, which makes all of the difference. So I think I, so usually my morning um, alignment time requires, not requires, it Mm -hmm. includes some form of meditation. Yeah, And I really, really love Meditation, and I've done all sorts of different meditations, just myself sitting there. I've tried guided meditations. Um, I'm at the moment, I'm in doing a lot of Kundalini, which is uh, meditation, mm-hmm. and I think that this is just so important to help me create that connection with myself each morning and and my higher self. And I also usually include some form of journaling and at the moment I've been doing morning pages actually, which has been a really great practice. I've just been sort of dumping everything that's in my mind um, and just free writing everything that comes out, which is great to like cleanse everything and to also notice what's happening in my mind too. Yeah. And then I usually do some form of gratitude um, and set an intention for the day, that sort of thing. And if there's, you know, something else that I want to do to like start my morning off, like whether it's um, some yoga or reading a book or watching a video or chatting to Lou or cooking something, like I just follow whatever feels great in the moment. But those two things, the meditation and the the journaling are two things that have been quite constant. Mm -hmm. But what first of all I think the intention behind it was that, you know, these were more of a requirement in that I ha- it was something I had to do. Mm. That's why I put them off for so long. Mm. And then, and then it was also like, if I didn't do it, then that really meant something bad. And now I noticed so much more grace that I allow myself when there might be a morning where I just, I say to myself, you know, today I'm going to dive straight into something because that feels right for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to make up this day. I don't need to worry about it later. It's fine. I just start the day again tomorrow from a new slate. And I think I was actually speaking to someone about this. The the, sh- the reason for the shift is that I before didn't believe I could trust myself to get back into the meditation or, you know, it's kind of like with exercise. Once I yeah. stopped, I'd be or 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 eating, Mm -hmm. once I stopped whatever I was doing, I would be really worried I wouldn't start again. Mm -hmm. And now I have such a, like just a deep trust within myself that I know that this is just, I I will, I can always start again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it's doesn't mean anything about me if I don't um, do these things. So there's, there's not an attachment there. Mm -hmm. See, like there was an attachment there in a way that kind of looks healthy but it's also unhealthy Mm -hmm. and now it's no longer there and the less attachment I have the less I think that this is a requirement the more I actually show up and do it as well Mm -hmm. yeah it's the intention behind everything isn't it (laughs) definitely
1: yes it makes all the difference what about you um I have also been trying to let go of the like rigid structure (laughs) that I felt like I used to need. Mm -hmm. Um especially when I before I went into like a more corporate job, I'd feel like have to do all these things before I go to work in like face a day. (laughs) Um (laughs) but then that would kind of add an extra level of stress into my morning, which isn't really the point of the whole having a morning routine. (laughs) So my main practice at the moment is checking with how I'm feeling. and kind of going from there based on my energy levels, what I want to do. Um, So this time has been like amazing for that because I have the time to really sit with that. Um, So sometimes that is getting straight on my laptop and I'll kind of want to dive into something that I'm interested in doing. Um, Other times I've it's taking things really slow. Like I've even allowed myself to watch TV in the morning, which I don't ever do normally. Um, Something lighthearted and like kind of funny um but yeah it's definitely not creating as much stress (laughs) in my life if I do that and yeah meditation I try and make part of it um even if it's when I'm drinking my coffee like just focusing on that and nothing else Uh, Mm -hmm. I used to be quite hard on myself if I looked at my phone straight away but I think again trusting myself that it's not gonna be every day I do that um and yeah just being a bit easier on myself. And like you said, you do you actually do want to do the things that are most beneficial to you deep down. Um if we just allow ourselves that. So I do often want to just write things in my journal, but if I'm telling myself you have to do this at this time, then I'm less likely I'll like resist it more. Um but I've been finding that very therapeutic just writing all the emotions out and like just seeing like, okay, what am I thinking today about the situation that's causing this feeling, whether that's good or bad. Um, But yeah, writing, even trying to write to my intuition has been very, very helpful for me at the moment.
0: Mm. Oh, I love that. And I love that you're um, holding space for your feelings as well to be like expressed Mm -hmm. because by focusing on them and giving them space that helps that allows them to be expressed rather than repressed Mm. and I really feel that that is you know feelings they're so powerful they are our power Mm. and but in their full expression not repression and yeah so that's so beautiful having a daily check-in to to feel that and I think um that's why i really love some sort of physical practice as well and not to disconnect from my body but imagine if we thought of physical practice or exercise as just anything that allowed us to connect with our body so for like example what you're doing that's a physical exercise because you know your body is communicating through mm. to you through your emotions mm. and what you're doing there is creating your emotional library you're getting used to what like what is in my emotional library yeah. what is this actually communicating to me yeah and
1: it's funny you picked up on my thoughts cuz i was about to say um i forgot to mention a big part would be like some form of movement and even though i used to think it had to mean a certain type of exercise that's like a hit workout or going on a run um often it can be like some stretching and yoga and like just body weight exercises that I know from doing different things and like I'm trying to follow what feels good and like I put on some music mm. do some dancing very like bad dancing but I don't care <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> that is like me trying to like just let go of things and like connect back to myself and like dancing I feel like people should try it if they haven't because it's such a release <laughs> and
0: Absolutely. it's like
1: Kind of gets you out of your mind. Like if I feel like I'm too stuck in my mind, first thing, be like, right, put some music on, do some singing, it helps.
0: Yes. Oh, that's such a great recommendation. Yes. Dancing is, I feel like all of our bodies want to dance and can, all of our voices want to sing and can, Mm. and, um, and, and it just shifts so much energy as you say, and it's such a great form of self-expression as well. Mm. It's even beautiful. Like when you're in a bad mood to dance with that bad mood and to like, see how, Mm. see how you express that, how your body changes and, and then, like, when you feel great one day or you feel like you're in a really energetic, high-vibe mood, to do it again and mm-hmm. just notice the difference in in how you dance and how yeah. they're both creating something beautiful yeah. because they're you're expressing something true.
1: Yeah. I actually joined, like, an online um, dance, I can't remember the name of it, like, workshop. I know a lot of people are doing these, like, Zoom um, things. At the moment. Mm. And it was quite funny because one of the part of the dance was like digging up anything that wasn't like serving you like physically like oh. that out. <laughs> so that was quite fun like a uh, very kind of just having a pretend spade in your hand and like shoveling things out <laughs> and it's very uh yeah really fun um I'm not doing it with other people watching me but you know it's uh if you've got the space to do it <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's been nice trying these sorts of things. I, I we did a online dance class, and I had my video on actually, which was it was with you know people that yeah. I felt comfortable with, and it was it was just so it was so fulfilling. The whole experience was awesome. Yeah. And actually, if anyone wants to try, um, you might have some recommendations to Ella. But if anyone wants to try some online dancing, um, there is a website called Koya, Mm Q-O-Y-A. And um, the woman, Rachel, I can't remember her surname, but she has free movement videos there and she'll give you like sort of a theme that you're working with. And she has ones that dance with the shadow actually from memory. And yeah, they're really, really beautiful. And you can like all all sorts of lengths, like even ones that I think could only be 10 minutes or 20 minutes. So Mm. it might be something that yeah you anyone listening who feels called to and also she has a great newsletter which has um like an update once a month about like what's happening astrologically and it's um yeah I always love getting that Mm, I'm
1: gonna look that up um I I like Sahara Rose she's uh, yeah Instagram and she even (laughs) I love her because she's like spiritual I doesn't have to look one way and she's like doing these twerking videos and things and it's (laughs) It's really fun, it's like music, like I like, like hip hop and like R and B and stuff that people don't think I like, but I do.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that! I love hip hop and R and B too.
1: <laughs> so I'd love to know what the one thing listeners can do today um, that you recommend to deepen the connection they have with their highest self. You know,
0: my answer is to just pause, to take a pause, and to to listen to listen and I really I know that when we feel scattered and disconnected it's when we're not taking time to and and holding space for ourselves I'm really loving this phrase holding space Mm love lately Uh, when we're not holding space for ourselves to, to to listen and receive from that higher place within ourselves and deep place within us. Mm. So if you just add a little bit more slow slowness to your life, even if it's just a little pocket of time of only a couple of minutes, you will start to receive some really magical downloads that might even just be noticing something that you're curious about. As I always love to talk about. Um, I feel like I've spoken about curiosity (laughs) so much on this podcast, but as a reminder, I really feel that this is where it starts. You notice something and you f- and you just like entertain it and wonder where this is leading me. and yeah, that always leads you to more a more deeper connection with yourselves and then therefore everyone else, everything else mm. slowing down to speed up.
1: yeah, yeah absolutely. What about you, Ella? um similar to you I suppose in the way that we can just be able to sit with ourselves um and um yeah it's something that I need to learn myself (laughs) because I think (laughs) we can busy ourselves with all of the things um but really we need yeah we need to take the time to to slow down and to create the space um like you said without all the extra like external noise that we're bombarded with um so yeah and then having compassion for yourself when you don't do that as well so it's that kind of Mm. yeah inner child work I think is important
0: yourself. Yes. I feel like my word at the moment is allow. That's an intention that I'm working with at the moment, Um, probably for most of this year, I'd say. And um, what I want to invite everybody listening is sometime over the next 24 hours throughout your day, setting aside some time for yourself to just sit, even if it's just for a minute, to to just sit and breathe Mm. and to and to just hold that space for yourself, mm-hmm. and from that space, um, ask yourself um, what what is something that you want to commit to in you know like an intention for yourself that will um, help you feel more deeply connected to yourself, and just see what comes up. Mm-hmm. Don't force it. Don't try. Don't pick something. Receive it. Mm-hmm. Res- listen for it. What word comes through? Mm-hmm. And trust that whatever comes through for you is um, is the that's the medicine, the magic that's going to help you deepen your self-connection.
1: Ooh, I'm going to do that after this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ella, thank you so much for coming on and having this beautiful conversation with me and asking great questions and sharing about your journey as well. It, these are always so much fun. And... And also, it's so cool because this is episode 100 on the podcast, which feels like a really big milestone. Mm
1: -hmm. Popping imaginary champagne right now. (laughs) So much fun.
0: (laughs) I know. So thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll see you on here again. Absolutely. So there you have it, my beautiful friends. Thank you to Ella for coming on and sharing this beautiful conversation with me. And thank you to every single person who tuned in today. Thank you for holding space for this conversation. Thank you for being a part of these 100 episodes we have created together on the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I am celebrating you today and also a big thank you to all of our coaches. I am celebrating you all on International Coaching Week and I want to remind everyone to come and join the conversation over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. Tag me in your posts. Come chat on the posts about this podcast episode. Share with me your thoughts on spirituality. Share with me anything that came up for you listening to this episode. Are you going through an ending and a new beginning as well? I want to hear from you. And I'm also reminding you all that we have our Make a Difference and Thrive two-week challenge that you are all invited to join. Head to Ringe.com forward slash thrive. That is kicking off on the 11th of May. And a big reminder to go check out my new website, check out the Inner Voice sessions. And if your intuition is guiding you to book a session in, I cannot wait to work with you there. All right, my beautiful friends, I am so excited to continue this conversation. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, and I will talk to you all later. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharinge.com forward slash C-Y-B-B. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.